from Kentucky, greetings and welcome to another release of The Barrel Report, the podcast that gets you behind the barrel of your favorite Kentucky bourbons. I'm your host, Adam Johnson. I'm the director of the Kentucky Bourbon Trail. And in our latest release this week, we make the trip to Owensboro, Kentucky to visit folks at the OZ Tyler Distillery. In this release, you're going to learn all about uh, the rehab, the rebirth of the old Medley Distillery there in Owensboro. And you're going to learn a little bit about uh, the plans that Earl Hewlett and his team have in store uh, with bringing this old distillery back to life. Uh, So stay tuned for that uh, interview. But first, we're just going to jump into some quick news. Uh, Sorry for last week. There was no release due to our 136th annual meeting of the members of the Kentucky Distillers Association. So... This is a doozy for us at the KDA, but we love it. It's all our members in. We had a two-day conference with everybody, uh, big and small, uh, trying to learn as much as possible in in two days uh, about the KDA, the industry, and kind of a little um, uh, government section in there. We had the TTB in, uh, helping with labeling issues or any other kind of uh, COLA issue, any of that kind of stuff. So... It was educational. It was fun. We had a great party at the Fraser Museum. Really appreciate the guys there. Penny Peevler and her team are phenomenal. And we had a great repeal day dinner, kind of just celebrating the industry. All our guys were there. Uh, Kristen Baldwin in our office and myself did a little report. Uh, so it was fun. Had a good time. Uh, had a nice toast from Chris Morris, the master distiller at uh, Brown Foreman, with a little of his 1920. Uh, of the old forcer which i highly recommend uh, and then we really went into the meat of our meeting all day uh tuesday so it was good seeing everybody we had a good time and i did get some interesting news some of our guys have some cool stuff coming uh so get ready for some new releases i got uh some some teasing some teasers on that so uh i, I think you're going to start seeing some news uh here kind of at the end of the year with some really cool bottlings. Um, and I, in fact, I think MB Rowland just put the news out on their four year. So very exciting stuff uh, and a very exciting time in our industry. Also, I'm going to tease a couple of our things we're working on. We've got two projects that we're really hoping we can start talking about uh, in the first quarter of next year that I think you guys are going to love. Very excited about that. But I just want to whet everybody's appetite to look for some some big news from us coming up uh, first quarter also we're really close to uh, getting a lot of information out there with our economic impact report we've done a huge research study all last year trying to intercept uh, our visitors at all of our kentucky bourbon trail distilleries so some of you who are listening to this may have been uh, part of that research so we got some really good stuff from our friends at iqs that we're going to start releasing in uh, with the university of louisville's uh, team that's helped helps us every year with our economic impact so stay tuned for that uh, early next year as well so a lot of cool stuff coming just wanted to get you guys uh, aware uh, not too many specifics i know but um, just stay tuned for a lot of that and that's really it and we've just been busy with that annual meeting again good seeing everybody and now we're going to feature one of our members our friends at oz tyler in owensboro enjoy All right, welcome back, everyone. Adam Johnson with the KDA, and I'm here in Owensboro, Kentucky. I'm at the, I guess, I, there's a part of me that wants to say new, new <laughs> but we're at the new OZ Tyler Distillery right. 
at the home, the former home of the uh, Medley, Charles Medley Distillery. And I'm joined by Earl Hewlett. Nice to meet you, sir, today. And I appreciate you taking the time and sure. meeting with us. And you guys got a lot going on here. Uh, just yeah. walking around is impressive. Uh, the amount of stuff that you guys have been working on here. So give everybody an update on everything sure. out here in Owensboro. So the Medley Distillery, uh, the Charles Medley Distillery, um, went into mothballs in 1992. And uh, at the end of 2013, we started looking for a bourbon distillery and uh, found uh, the Medley Distillery on the market. We did some feasibility studies, extensive studies actually. We used Vitoc Engineering out of Louisville. And when we determined that it was feasible to bring the distillery back to life, uh, we purchased it and uh, then we've spent, you know, the better part of a year and a half uh, renovating it. So what we've got now is a very modern, extremely modern distillery set in a very uh, historic, uh, group of buildings that were built in the 30s. So it's kind of an interesting juxtaposition. Of, exactly. Of, uh, That's why there's a part of it it's new, but it's definitely on this footprint yeah, of a place with a yeah, lot of history. Yeah, but then when you get behind the scenes and see the technology, the, the computers that are really running the still and the grain handling equipment, and, and it's all very, very, very modern now. Now let's talk about that still. Sure. I, that is a bear of a still. So what'd you say? It was 54 54 inches. So uh, when uh, we acquired the property, the still in place uh, was a 48 inch still. It had a capacity of a little over 30,000 barrels a year, 2 million proof gallons. And it was in reasonable condition. Um, but uh, when uh, Tom Sherman from Vendome and, mm -hmm. and uh, Michael came to visit us and and we had had them do some tests on it tell us about condition basically uh tom sherman said earl this is a great still it's got some useful life but while you're ripping everything else out here and and redoing the distillery you might want to consider a new still because you know there will come a point in time in some years not so distant when you're going to have to replace this still and then you're going to be shut down and it's going to be very disruptive to you and I took his advice and he built us a, a 54 inch still and it's in place and it's got the capacity now of 5 million proof gallons so uh, we think we hopefully not going to have to replace it still anytime soon. Yeah, the thing is yeah. I, I haven't seen too many that, no. of that uh, capacity before um, and then tell us where we are now because it's pretty cool. Uh, it's been cool for me doing some of these interviews in some fun places, but tell us where we are right now because this is a good one too. Well, we're in Rickhouse A. So, uh, and uh, we've got uh, a good number of our barrels aging in this, in this uh, Rickhouse. These aren't yet barrels of whiskey that we've produced because we just began distilling here, sure. you know, in the, within the last several weeks. So, but uh, we, we uh, acquired six usable uh, rickhouses uh, with our acquisition. Uh, it's a 26-acre property. And we have um, about, tw each of those rickhouses will hold 20,000 barrels. And we have an opportunity to expand, so mm -hmm. add some additional ones 
but this one is Rickhouse A. They were all built with full catchments, uh, uh, concrete basements, so to speak, that uh, supposedly will actually hold 20,000 barrels of liquid if you ever had a fire. You would contain all that liquid right here within this building. They also were built with blower systems. These were built in the 30s, so they actually put in blower systems in the 30s. You know, the the old idea of trying to uh, change the temperature inside the warehouses to fool the barrels into thinking there are more than four seasons. So, in what, a year. What, is it just for circulation or temperature as well? It's I mean, it's, it's a, you can connect it to a boiler so you can actually blow heat. heat it, you yeah, heat you cycle can heat you cycle want. it huh. and, right, and, and or just blow air for cooling. Did you keep any of those, or you just? They're all them? here. Yeah. Do you yeah. think you might use some of those, or I, just let Mother Nature do we're, its thing? We're kind of inclined to let Mother Nature uh, do. Do what we need. You know, we've got great um, weather changes here in right, Kentucky. Sure. So we're in the middle of one right now. Yes, we are. <laughs> so, well, this is just such a unique property. This is my first time here. You know, right. really enjoyed the tour. Um, th this kind of reminds me a little bit of the Four Roses uh, mm -hmm. warehousing. You know, that kind of one story. But what is this? Uh, it's four. Okay, so this there is four, four levels here. here. Four levels. Yeah, okay. Yeah. And then we have two. Uh, metal rick houses that are six levels, but they okay. still only hold 20,000 barrels. Okay. Um, well, what kind of products are you all making now that you're up and running? Well, we're making bourbon. Uh, we've just made our first uh, batch of rye. Uh, we'll, we'll make uh, light whiskeys, uh, and, um, but I would say, you know, predominantly those three products. Okay. Um, we'll We'll be making some, uh, you know, uh, American whiskeys from bourbon mash, but obviously putting used barrels. But uh, this is primarily a bourbon distillery. Gotcha. What's the reception been like in Owensboro with you guys kind of uh, bringing this back to life? It's been wonderful. I mean, this is this is a, absolutely an amazing community. You know, when you're coming into a community to put to build something or to start a manufacturing operation. You're coming from out of state. You're not sure what your reception's gonna be. And there are really, from my viewpoint, two things that are important. You want the community to have a, a labor pool, you know, that you, you wanna be able to, to staff your facility with good qualified people as you need them. And then more importantly, for the people you have to enticed to move there you want the community to be the kind of community people want to live in mm -hmm. and this town is unbelievable on both accounts um, we got a, a, an unbelievable reception from the economic development people they've given us a lot of assistance to, to get somebody to come in and reopen a distillery there's no other operating distillery in Owensboro, and at one time I think there were 16 distilleries here. So there's a long history of distilling in Owensboro, and I've had innumerable people come up to me and tell me about the members of their family who used to work at this distillery mm -hmm. at some point in time. So uh, there's, a, there's a lot of history here. Distilling was done on this site as early as 1885. And was it primarily because of the river, so being able to ship stuff? Absolutely. I think that's really the history of bourbon all, all together is the river. Mm -hmm. uh, it's, it's, uh, it's what made it possible for people to be here uh, and, the, and to actually move their product uh, after they made it. So 
it's I just can't say enough about the Owensboro community and and it's a beautiful downtown they have done amazing things on the riverfront yeah i went and checked that you, out i haven't seen have you seen anything until, like that until i went today <laughs> have, I, it's been a while since i've been uh, back an incredible park incredible uh, convention center very nice hotels uh some really good restaurants and and they and the activity level in this community it, it will make your head spin i mean there is something going on you know they have bourbon festivals they have the bluegrass festivals they have a big bluegrass museum they're they're uh, rebuilding right now uh, they have uh, the uh, barbecue festivals they it's like there's something going on right. at, at, all, all the time in this community it's it's been fun for me cuz i've been you know traveling around a lot of september and so i've been in these kind of old river towns yeah uh, you know i was in maysville here in Owensboro, paducah and i really feel like these towns at least since i've been back there are like you said, there's a lot going on. Uh, I've been very impressed by all the changes that I've seen. Yeah. And I feel like it hasn't been that long since I've been to some right. of these places. Well, they're, they're reinvesting in the community. Yeah, for sure. Well, I would think that uh, you've got plenty of people, like you said, who knew people that worked here. I bet you're going to have no problem with your kind of uh, museum or gift shop finding stuff to, to stock in there for people to take a look at. Yeah, we our, um, our plans were really to start slow. You know, we've been focused on getting operational Production. and yeah. making some bourbon and so we just sort of put aside the whole idea of a visitor experience or gift shop or tours and all of that and said well you know down the road we, we plan to do that and now we're giving tours we're, we've got a gift shop I mean we've kind of just set things up on a temporary basis because of demand hmm. so we have we have a lot of curiosity about the Medley Distillery, the history mm -hmm. here, and what we're doing here. So um, we're, we're pleased with the reception the community's given us. Just taking a quick break here for our series, Name That Distillery. Got another clip for you. Get ready. This one's a little tricky, but we think that our astute listeners will have, as always, no problem with this one. So here we go. There you go, lay it back in your hand. Twist real quick twice. And such a bottle. I'm sure you guys got it, but be patient. We will give you the answer as we always do at the end of the show. So look forward to that at the end. But now back to the rest of our interview. Well, in your time in the industry, what's been the biggest surprise to you? Uh, is there something that jumps out at you as, wow, I can't believe bourbon is where it is now or anything anything that just jumps out at you certainly the growth in bourbon first of all let me qualify I, i'm a relative newcomer in this business i had other careers before this but i i got involved in the spirits world in 2007 so in my you know brief time certainly the the growth in bourbon demand over that period has been phenomenal um I think the uh, the transformation of the consumer demographics has been very interesting as well. Uh, I think we've seen the millennials uh, as they've come and moved up in, into the drinking age uh, play a big part in the in the change in thinking and 
uh, that's been uh, that's been uh, comforting to us, I think. So I, I would say the other thing that that I would say is is the industry is slow to change, you know. Um, and I, and I don't mean just the bourbon industry, but the whole regulatory framework. I mean it's it's very different than kind of any other uh, industry uh, segment. So um, figuring out how to work your way around the regulatory world, the the distribution world, the way it's segmented by state by state, and you know, all, these are things people have been dealing with for a long time, but it was, yeah, it was, it was, it was we very figure new. that out, let us know. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> well. it, yeah, that is a difficult part of the industry for sure. Uh, now, you're from Charleston, Charleston, right? Yes. And you guys have some really good cocktail bars down there and restaurants, <laughs> as, as we know. We were just down there for BevCon, yeah. as we were talking about. We had a great right. time. Um, so you've, you've got a lot of options down there, obviously here in Owensboro. So at the end of the night, are, are you... Uh, a cocktail guy? Do you like to try some of these crazy cocktails that you've seen, or are you more straight, neat, or on the rocks, or, or what, what's your drink of choice? Uh, I, you know, since I've, uh, I really, I, I confess to not being a bourbon drinker uh, before I got into this business. I was probably more of a wine drinker. Um, way back, I was a Scotch drinker. Uh, and then, you know, I periodically, depending on the season, would drink, you know, vodka cocktails or, you know, things like that. But once we got into this business, I decided it, you know, I would see what bourbon was all about and, and it's hooked me. Uh, so I enjoy, uh, exper- I, I enjoy learning about new ways to have bourbon. So I've tried a lot of things. I also enjoy bourbon by itself. I would, I would, I enjoy drinking bourbon, you know, on ice with just a splash of water. Um, but, you know, I've, I discovered the other day, a, you know, bourbon and grapefruit juice cocktail um, that I had never even thought about, and it was really, really, really quite, quite refreshing. And I saw somewhere a. a a, a recipe for a Kentucky Mule, so which is, I guess, a Moscow Mule made with yep. bourbon, ginger and beer. And I haven't tried that one yet, yeah, that's but, a good one. but I'm going to try that. <laughs> <laughs> I, I've, I've had my share of Manhattans, yeah, but um, and different forms, you know, whether it's a perfect Manhattan or a regular Manhattan, right. and whether I'm going to make it with rye or bourbon. Let's or, argue about it. Yeah, right? yeah, right. So, <laughs> so I, but I've enjoyed that. I really have enjoyed. Well, good. That. Well, so you guys are starting to, kind of, like you said, by demand, open for tour. So how do people learn more about you or, or come see you? Well, we have a website, so the OZTylerDistillery.com, and that we're taking, we have a, you know, a form you can fill out for a tour. Oh, okay. So you, so you so make a reservation, you can okay. book it online, and we are open um, right now. I, our guys are doing it five days a week. Okay. So, um, and I, I think between 10 and 3, they set up tours. And uh, we're, 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 we like showing it off. You know, we like showing what we've done. Well, you guys have done a great job. I mean, just seeing how much work you guys put into this place, uh, it's, it's amazing. And I, I've enjoyed my time here today. I appreciate you taking the time and speaking with us. We'll catch you Thanks. next time. Great. Enjoyed talking to you, Adam. And that's our show. Thanks for listening. 
Keep sharing the Barrel Report love out on Facebook, iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher, all that good stuff. Uh, So far, so good. Uh, Just a quick programming note. The holidays coming up, uh, we'll have uh, some things a little bit more sporadic, but stay tuned. We'll probably try to announce things on on that Facebook page about uh, future episodes. Same thing with our Twitter on at KY Bourbon Trail. So stay tuned on social media for any new releases. And uh, I know the moment you guys have been waiting for, even though you probably already know this, of course, we were at Maker's Mark, dipping a bottle. Uh, I was trying to trick you guys, kind of going back to the well, but I think you guys are too smart to that, uh, too smart for that, and we're probably on to me pretty quickly on that one. Thanks, Campbell Johnson and Buck the Taxidermist for the music, as always. And until the next episode, cheers. Cheers.